So we're driving around South Carolina, meeting with different people, and I get the chance to ask him some different questions about his real estate days. See, I knew that back when he was 19 years old, he had started this real estate brokerage with his brother, and they had built it up to something like 200 agents. So I asked him, how'd you do it at such a young age? And what he said next to me, I will never forget. Welcome to the Be Bold or Be Forgotten podcast. My name is Brian Brown. Have you ever wondered why some people's stories are told for generations after they've passed, yet most are forgotten within just a few short years? Have you ever put much thought into which category you'll end up in? What we're going to do is go behind the scenes and let anybody who wants to watch me fight. Fight to become a lineage maker for my family while my chips are down and the odds are against me. Maybe in that process, you'll decide that you want to become a lineage maker too. Quick update. My wife is still livid. Tensions are still high. We've got a baby daughter due to be here in about 60 days. We're not living in the house that I promised that we would have by now. The sacrifices that we made are seeming like they were all for nothing. And becoming a lineage maker is it's looking like a long shot. So what am I going to do? What's my plan? Well, as I mentioned before, I've invested over a hundred grand into my real world education. Um, And I'm talking about books, seminars, audios, courses, mentorship, you name it. Countless hours have gone into learning from the best. And all of that was for nothing. If I don't figure out and narrow down exactly what I need to put to work for me right now. So I've narrowed down about a dozen principles and strategies that I believe that I need to live by if things are going to change. And if I'm wrong, the consequences are not pretty. So today we talk about that next principle that I believe that I need to live by in order for things to change and in order for me to become a lineage maker. So let me take you back to 2012 when I was on the brink of getting my very first job um, because I was frustrated by the stagnation of our business at the time. Uh, Even though I was making six to seven grand a month residually, might sound weird, but I just felt like I should be more productive with the time when I wasn't building our business. So I had applied to uh, a position to sell insurance. And for some reason, right before... I was going to accept that position, I recalled this conversation uh, from years earlier that I had had with a gentleman who had made a lot of money in our profession. And he told me, someday when you get the chance, go shadow someone who is making a consistent 25 grand a month because people can teach you from stage all they want and it's good, but there's something powerful about watching them in action. So I knew exactly who I needed to call, and before I knew it, I was on a plane to South Carolina where I would spend 24 hours shadowing him. And just to give you some perspective, uh, this is a guy who built the business up to a point where he was making 100 grand every 23 days, 
And that's not an income claim, by the way. I'm just giving you some context as to the type of uncommon results that he produced and why I was paying such close attention. So we're driving around South Carolina, meeting with different people, and I get the chance to ask him some different questions about his real estate days. See, I knew that back when he was 19 years old, he had started this real estate brokerage with his brother, and they had built it up to something like 200 agents. So I asked him, how'd you do it at such a young age? And what he said next to me, I will never forget. He said, I turn my perceived disadvantages into my advantages. He said, I would be out taking 50-year-olds to lunch, trying to convince them that they should come work for this 19-year-old kid and leave the brokerage they'd already been with for years. And so I naturally asked him, well, how'd you do it? And he said, well, I would sit down with them and I would ask if they thought that social media would have an impact on their business over the next 10 years. And almost all of them said yes. So at that point, what I would do is pull out a picture of their brokerage company or owner who was normally an old white dude and I would ask him, who do you think knows more about social media? Me or that guy? And that's how he recruited agents with decades more experience to come work for him and leave the brokerage that they had been with for many years. Turn your perceived disadvantages into your advantages. Sounds simple enough, right? But the reality is that most people would rather keep their disadvantages and their problems. In fact, most people cling to those disadvantages. They even wear them like a badge of honor. Like, hey everyone, check out my disadvantage. You see it? You see it? You know, it almost becomes a contest to see whose disadvantage is bigger and better. Like, I would be doing this big thing, but you know, I'm just too shy. I'm just an introvert. My spouse won't let me. I don't have enough energy. I don't have a big enough network. I'm just not a salesperson. I'm just too young. I'm just too old. I'm just not that disciplined. I just don't have any experience. Eh, it's just not great timing for me. I'm too short. I don't have the skills. I already tried that once and I failed. I'm the wrong color. I'm just too busy. I'm just not good in front of the camera. I'm from a small town. I just don't have enough money. I would be doing this big thing, but, you know, fill in the blank with your favorite problem or disadvantage. The truth is that people get connection and attention from keeping those perceived problems and disadvantages. And your friends won't say this to you because maybe they don't even, uh, they're not even consciously aware of it, but they love it when you're miserable with them. It makes them feel okay with being miserable and mediocre too. It gives everyone a convenient excuse from having to do something that they're afraid to do. That's it. But I assume you're the type of person who is no longer willing to cling to those disadvantages. Because if any of us are going to become a lineage maker, it's simply not an option. If we are going to transform the story of our family lineage, whether that's in your 
marriage, as a parent, with your finances, with your health, with your relationships, whatever it is for you, at some point, we've got to say, it's time to get rid of that crutch because I'm no longer willing to lean on it as my disadvantage. It's time to find out what I'm really made of. Remove the chocks and go for it. And fair warning, when you do that, you're probably going to lose some friends or at least it's going to be awkward when you're around them because they won't like that you've decided to turn your disadvantages into your advantage. They won't like that you won't be able to talk about the same problems anymore. See, most people would rather keep those mediocre relationships and that feeling, really it's the feeling that comes along with them, than step up and become a lineage maker. Listen, it's a very real challenge and it requires a conscious decision. So if you're like me, you might ask, well, exactly how do you turn a perceived disadvantage into an advantage? Well, it's my belief that we first got to admit that maybe we've been using it as a crutch and say, okay, yeah, maybe I didn't realize it, but I have been holding on to that one. And after that, we got to stop and use our brains for a minute, define exactly which advantage we've been using as a crutch, and then get creative with how we can turn it into an advantage. I'll go first. My disadvantages? Well, my wife doesn't like me. Things haven't been going my way. Business income is down. I have made certain financial and investment decisions. Alleged leaders and former mentors are bashing how I've reinvented myself. I'm a quiet and private person. If people knew about my failures, it'd be embarrassing. So the question becomes, how do I turn those into my advantages? My wife doesn't like me? Okay. Gives me the chance to become a husband who is loving and patient with her, even when the feeling isn't always mutual. I'll be a better husband. Advantage. Things haven't been going my way? All right. It gives me the opportunity to build new skill sets, find out what I'm really made of, and get closer to God. Advantage. Business income is down? Great. Allows me the chance to step back and to reevaluate how I want to build that business, which, after evaluation, I realize now that I want to build it much differently. Advantage. Made certain financial and investment decisions? Perfect. Now I've got the knowledge to avoid making those same mistakes in the future. Advantage. Alleged leaders and former mentors who are bashing how I've reinvented myself? I love it. I've always liked a little extra motivation to follow through on my plan. Advantage. I'm a quiet and private person. And if people knew about my failures, it'd be embarrassing. Awesome. I can reach other people now who have been ashamed to talk about their failures and maybe maybe even inspire them to share their story. I'll just go ahead and put my situation out to the world and use that to build an audience and a community because people love a good story. If everything was going well, not very many people would have a reason to tune in. That 
That currently is my biggest advantage. The very thing that I should be embarrassed about and hide from the world, I have completely flipped on its head. And through this entire season, I've gained another very real advantage. It's called empathy. See, before I had a very tough time empathizing with people's challenges. I couldn't understand why they were in the spot that they were in. I would always think things like, well, why can't you just be more disciplined? Step up, make it happen, overcome your challenges, be smarter, be smarter than that. Stop making things hard. Stop letting stupid things hold you back. But now I get it. I understand what it's like to do the best you know how, but still be in a challenging spot. Empathy. It'll be one of my biggest assets moving forward in everything that I do. So how do we turn a perceived disadvantage into an advantage? Get resourceful. Get creative. I mean, let's say you're an introverted person and you don't have the gift of gab, so you think you're entitled to suck at sales. Perfect. The best salespeople are most often the best listeners, which a lot of introverts are. Advantage, you're too old. Hmm. Or, do you have decades of experience that you can offer younger generations and help them shorten their learning curve? Advantage, oh, you don't have any experience. Awesome. Well, the best people in the world started with no experience, so it looks like you're in good company. Advantage, I could go on and on. But I won't. Think about them for yourself. All right. So here's the challenge for the week as we wrap up. For those of you who aren't willing to keep your crutch, do us all a favor. Post your number one perceived disadvantage in the Lineage Makers official Facebook community and then share how you plan on turning that into your advantage. Are you in? Cool. I look forward to seeing your comments and interacting with you inside of the group. At the end of the day, we gotta ask ourselves, if I don't win, who's gonna lose? If I don't win, who is going to lose? Because here's the truth. If we don't do something significant with our lives, why does it even matter how long we live? And the way I see it, we've got two options tiptoe quietly to the grave of forgotten, or be bold and become a lineage maker for our families. We're going to go on a journey together to find out exactly what it takes to make sure when our great-grandkids get asked who their great-grandfather is, they won't fall victim to a frozen pen. Hey, it's Brian. If you find this podcast to be worth your time, I'd ask you to consider giving it a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If it's a complete waste of your time, give it one out of five stars. If it's at all relevant to you living a better life and you plan on listening further, consider giving it five stars. Thank you in advance. And when you're ready, we've got an exclusive Lineage Makers official Facebook group that I'll invite you to access after you rate the podcast. 
Head over to brianjbrown.us forward slash podcast for more resources and details. You can also connect with me on Instagram at brianjbrown. I look forward to seeing you on the other side and in the next episode.